Good morning and welcome to the Business Leadership Live. It's Friday, June 15, 2018. This is a live college show where we invite business leaders, subject matter experts, and thought leaders to discuss the latest innovations, current issues, or just really interesting stuff that will help you move the, move the needle in your life. So it's whether it's personally or professionally growing, the goal is to provide you with key takeaways and actionable recommendations. And what's really exciting, what I find really exciting about this platform, about dialogue that's helpful, is that this conversation is streamed live to the Internet. So if you are listening to us today, feel free to send in your question, uh, text it to us. And if you're brave enough, you could join us live into the discussion and we could have it heated. I'm your host, Edwin Frondozo, and I'm excited to introduce our guest today. It's a friend of mine, Marsha Drucker. She's the founder of Fuck Up Nights Toronto. So welcome to the show, Marsha. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me on, Edwin. I'm super excited to be here. Well, I'm I'm really excited to I mean, just to have you here. It's it's a topic that's really close to my heart. I've been an entrepreneur for thirteen years and and before I getting into it, but this is like talking about the challenges of entrepreneurship. So why don't we just get to that? I mean, this is about failure. So Marsha, can you tell us what Fuck Up Nights is all about. Yeah, absolutely. So Fuck Up Nights is a community and speaker series that shares stories of professional failure. So we're part of a global movement. Fuck Up Nights happen in over 250 cities and 80 countries all over the world. We launched here in Toronto just over a year ago, and we have monthly events at Shopify where we bring out um, different entrepreneurs and business professionals, and they share their biggest fuck-ups. So they share the failures that happened within their business or professional lives, um, but more importantly, the lessons that they took away from it and what they could really share with our community and help people not make those same mistakes or help them learn along with them. No, that, that, that's pretty amazing. And I know me, I just as you were talking, I was trying to think about some of the biggest failures or fuck-ups I had through through, through my journey. And <laughs> And there's a lot that I – this would be a very long show if I started talking about it. But can, is there is there um, a reason why we celebrate failure? Like, w- 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 what's that all about? Yeah, for sure. So, actually, um, before I answer that, I, I want to clarify that there's a misconception about fuck-up nights. And people think that we celebrate failure or, you know, we worship failure or, worst of all, maybe we want people to fail – that's not the case at all. So really we're, we do these events and we have this community to see what we can learn from failure. Um, and we don't celebrate the failure itself, but we celebrate the resilience of people who have failed, who have learned from it and who have come out and kind of like use that failure to propel themselves towards their next success. The reason that I think it's really important to talk about failure and to embrace it is because, you know, it's still a subject that's so taboo, um, especially in Canada. I think, you know, in places like Silicon Valley, failure is something that's, you know, so embraced and you're not really considered a founder or an entrepreneur unless you have failed in the past. In in places like Toronto, it's still something that's kind of, you know, people still want to hide it. We want to talk about the success. We're really obsessed with success. Um, But failure is the thing that makes us all human. Anybody who is an entrepreneur, anybody who's, you know, trying something or innovating, of course they're going to fail along the way. Really, the most successful people, the most successful companies, they fail a lot. Um, They fail a lot more than they succeed in in some ways. 
Um, but it's what they do with that failure and what they take away from it and how they use it to kind of move themselves forward is what really matters. Yeah, and, and it's really important, I know even for myself, to really, I guess, I know you, we were talking before the show, you, like, embraced it. I mean, I even screwed up with the title of the show. I think I spelled failure incorrectly, so. Uh, yeah, you I, did. <laughs> did so you do I that mean, on purpose? <laughs> no, I wish I, I, I wish I did that on purpose, but I, I totally had that wrong. But I guess one thing that I had a discussion with and something that was just coming to my mind, if we're always focusing, maybe it's not focused because this is a celebration or an embracing the, the resiliency, like you said. But do, do, do you see people maybe getting stuck in thinking about the failure all the time? Or, or is this just something like, okay, let's go past this? Yeah, you know what? This is actually something that came up at our event last night. We had an entrepreneur um, share a recent fuck-up that she had. Um, but one of her lessons was actually, you know what, like don't dwell on the failure and um, take time to celebrate the wins as well. Like something could be a big fuck-up, but there's definitely a win there, somewhere buried in there as well, even if the win is learning from what that failure was and how you're going to take yourself forward. Right. And, I mean, that's that's, that's being part of resilience and, and just focusing on the next one and, and do the learning. I, I got a question here from, from the audience. It says, Marsha, did you face any failures setting up Fuck Up Nights TO? And, and what was that like? Oh, my God. There were so many failures. The fuck up, the fuck up of Fuck Up Nights are, are really <laughs> wide-ranging. But the beautiful thing is that it's a community about failure, so we really embrace our own failures as well and share those out with the community. I think my biggest fuck-up with setting up Fuck Up Nights is that I I started out alone. I mean, the very first event, our launch event in March of 2017, I didn't really set up a team in time, so I ended up planning that entire first event by myself. So finding oh, wow. speakers, all the logistics, the venue, um, marketing it, getting people out, like really like every element of it. And at the same time, I was starting a brand new job. Um, I was also living in the suburbs and commuting to downtown, looking for a condo and then moving in that process as well. So it was a really intense month and it led to a lot of burnout. And then from there, after the first event, um, there was so much interest and the volunteer request just started flooding in. And now I'm super proud of the team that I have in place. You know, we have um, 10 amazing people on the team who are really helping me bring this vision to life. But I think because I started it by myself, it took me a really long time to be able to give up control and to actually yeah. delegate things out and, you know, like really trust the team. Um, I think the, the way that I got past that was really finding people that complement my own skill sets. And, you know, finding people that are stronger in areas where I'm not, that really helped me give up control and I think really scale the community. Well, that's that's really interesting. And that's a topic that comes up a lot on my podcast, on the Business Leadership Podcast, when I talk to, you know, business leaders, entrepreneurs, or, or executives, is that that idea of letting go of control and trusting your people. And I, I can't even imagine doing that on a volunteer basis because these people – I guess, must really love what you're doing, right? Yeah, absolutely. Everybody who's on the team, they're so passionate about our mission. I mean, our mission is to really change the conversation around failure and get people to embrace it and to share it. Um, The people on our team, I mean, we have such a diverse team. We have people of all different ages, different backgrounds, 
Uh, we have some people who are entrepreneurs. We have people who work in corporate. Um, but the thing that unites us all is that we're, we all have that entrepreneurial mindset and we, we just really want to bring this community to life and inspire people and build something that's bigger than ourselves. Well, that's great. Well, thank you for bringing that to our community. Another question uh, that was put on to the, from the audience is, how do you continue to build your community around Fuckamites when they're like in Toronto? There's so many other networking events in the city. Yeah, I mean, Toronto is meetup central. There's, I think there's a meetup for anything that you can imagine. Um, <laughs> the, the thing with, with Fuck Up Nights is, is that it's, it's different from any event that's, that's in Toronto. Um, our events are, are really authentic. You know, people are sharing um, their biggest failures. A lot of the time, um, failure transcends, you know, it's not just business. If you're, if your business is failing, that's going to transcend into your personal life as well. So there's definitely a mental health aspect to our events as well. And the thing is, the people who come out to our events are just a really unique and amazing group of people. Again, like going back to what I said before, there's just that entrepreneurial mindset. They're not necessarily entrepreneurs, but they're they're thinking in a way that, you know, they, they're really open. They want to learn from other people. They might have some a big idea to either start a side hustle or, you know, something that's going to really make an impact. Um, so I, I think those are the ways that it's different. And I think as soon as Fuck Up Night started um, in March of last year, um, I think it just resonated right away. And people didn't know that it was something that they were craving. But when it, when it existed, it, it just resonated. And it's right. growing with each event. That's great. And I know for me, the, the, the events I've gone to and attended, it's just really refreshing. Like you said, it's a mental health. It's very therapeutic for me as well because as entrepreneurs, and you, you know this now, but you're in the community of sharing it, is as an entrepreneur, you sort of have to brush that under the, under the rug and put on that smile and say, when, when someone asks you, how are you doing? You're like, oh, everything is fantastic. But really deep down inside, you're like, um, I hate my life. I mean, that's, <laughs> I think that, that's very therapeutic. So I Yeah, that's, that's the thing. And this community really fosters that. So, I mean, for me, um, I think anybody who's organized an event before, they could relate to um, how much, like, anxiety and stress and, like, all the little details that go into it. Um, but I think it's all worthwhile when I'm actually at the event and I look out into the audience and I just see people, like the look on people's faces as they listen to the stories and people nodding along or sometimes people even getting emotional as, you know, the speakers really let them into um, their challenges and what's going on. Um, right. So I think that's just such a massive part of it. So one thing I know, um, just because we've talked before, Marsha, I mean, this was something that you learned about Fakamites in Tel Aviv. So now that you've been running this over a year here in Toronto, how is the movement different from Toronto versus Tel Aviv? Yeah, so the really cool thing about Fakamites is that so it's a global community in over 250 cities. Um, so the thing that unites us all is the format of the talks. So it's seven to ten minutes and ten images focused on failure and the lessons learned. Mm-hmm. Um, but each city has its own flavor. Um, so, I mean, for example, it's, you know, some of the events are English speaking, obviously in North America. In other cities, it's spoken in the local language. Right. Um, each city has flexibility um, in terms of who we partner with, 
what types of speakers we bring on board, uh, what types of venues we host at. Um, so I think that's that's something that's really cool, um, and that's sort of what differs between the city, the city, but the brand and the format is pretty standard across the board. No, that's great. Um, next question here that we got from the audience: What do you wish people knew before joining a fuck up night or going to an event? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, something that we uh, say at each event is that. Um, the role of the audience and the role of our community is actually um, super important. Their role is almost more important than the speakers. So we really have three ground rules for attending fuck-up nights, and those are, um, number one, to avoid judgment. Um, it takes a lot for, you know, for somebody um, to do public speaking, let alone public speaking, you know, talking about a fuck-up or multiple right, fuck-ups for some of our speakers. <laughs> Um, the second rule is to appreciate the courage that it takes, you know, for somebody to go up there and share such a such a personal and deep look into their entrepreneurial or professional journey behind all of the success. And lastly, we have a rule um, where we really ask our audience to think deeply about what the speakers share and to ask curious questions. You know, we're we're there to learn from them, and we're also there to help the speakers. Um, think deeper about their failures and really extract even more lessons from it. So it's really important for the community to, you know, go into the events with a really open mind and really curious mind to ask really great questions. And we really, we see the impact of that. We, our Q&A sometimes goes longer than right. the talks itself because people are so engaged and they just have such great questions for our speakers. So yeah, I would say those are the three main rules, but really just have an open mind and go into it and you're not going to resonate with each of the speakers but even if you take one thing away from the event one big lesson um yeah. i really think that's a success that's great thank you for sharing that marcia um question in terms of the events and where you're going like what is i mean this might be a difficult question but maybe you know this like what is what is the one thing you love about running fuck up nights and what's the one thing you hate about it right now <laughs> That's a very good question. Um, the thing that I love, and I think I alluded to this before, is really like just seeing that I'm building something that's bigger than myself and just seeing the community grow with each event, um, seeing the impact that it makes on people who come out. You know, after the event, um, it's, it's, it's so like, like I see people come up to me and they tell me how much it impacted them or what they learned or a lot of people say that they just like they needed to be there in that very mm -hmm. moment to hear what something a specific speaker said. Amazing. Um, have, yeah. yeah. Like we have people come out, you know, sometimes in the middle of their own failure and, you know, they see that um, somebody might've had a bigger failure or, you know, they also failed, but there's light at the end of the tunnel and everybody gets through it and failure is what really makes us all human. Uh, we've had people meet co-founders at the events. We've had people find, jobs and we've had people meet really valuable um, partners or you know find great opportunities for their business so all of that is so rewarding just you know seeing my work and this community impact people on such a deep level is it's just it's really amazing that's um, great yeah the thing that i hate about it like i wouldn't say that i hate it but um, <laughs> <laughs> i mean the whole event planning thing and all the logistics that go into it it's it's, it's definitely stressful. 
Um, but again, like I said, I mean, I, I'm really there to create this experience for our community and for the attendees that are out at these events, and all of that work is definitely worthwhile. Yeah, no, for sure. So imaginary, because we have listeners listening, and if there was, you know, if you had a magic wand, Marsha, and you can improve one thing or, or the ideal where you want to take fuck up nights to, what would that look like and, and how, how would you imagine it to be? Yeah, so I've been giving this a lot of thought over the last year, and I really think that the sky is the limit for this community and for these events. So in March, uh, we had our one-year anniversary event. That was a massive event. We had over 500 people there. We had a concert, um, four really incredible speakers. Um, but I think I realized from that event that while it was really cool and, you know, we could definitely fill rooms like that each month with over 500 people, that's not what makes this community special. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually going in the direction of keeping the event at Shopify, where the capacity is around 150, 180, where people can make really authentic connections with the speakers and with other people in the audience. Um, so we're going to continue on with monthly events, um, bringing out um, three speakers from all different walks of life um, and really fostering the community in that way. But some of the ways that we're growing it now is through doing themed events. Um, so the beautiful thing about failure is that it transcends all different industries. You know, a lot, a lot of people think when they think about failure, they think tech and, you know, that whole idea of fail fast and iterate and move on. Um, but the thing about failure is that it's not just limited to tech. Um, so we're going to be doing themed events in uh, specific industries. So we already had one that was health and life sciences focused a couple of weeks ago where we had three speakers who are health and life sciences innovators. We have an advertising themed fuck up night coming up later in the summer. Uh, we'll be doing a tech-focused event, um, art and inter- or like entertainment and media. Really, the sky is the limit. There's there's so many interesting industries out there, and yeah. uh, failure stretches across them all. So we're really excited to grow the community in that way. Uh, we're also looking into expanding to Waterloo, and we have some really exciting partnerships coming up with uh, some major universities here uh, across Toronto. Um, and also uh, integrating into uh, other conferences. So a lot of really exciting stuff coming down the line for Fuck Up Nights. Wow, amazing. Really proud of you, Marsha. So if you're listening and you want to get hooked into the community, you want to help Marsha reach that goal, please reach out to her. Um, any final tips, recommendations, or, or anything that you'd like to share to the emerging business leader or entrepreneur that's listening in today and, and thinking about, their their past failures. Yeah, I mean, really, like, my overarching message and my advice is don't be afraid of failure. Um, failure is what makes us all human, and it's, it's not about the failure. It's how you recover from it and what you learn from it and how you sort of use it to move yourself forward. Um, so my advice is really to kind of think of failure in a new lens, to really embrace it, and don't be afraid of sharing it with other people. Um, and ultimately, just go for your for your dreams. Take that risk to go for um, what you want to achieve. And if you fail along the way, at least you know what you tried, and you're going to learn from it, and it's just going to make you that much more successful in the future. Great, embrace the failure. And for me, I think it's embrace embrace my typos that I have. And and I, I always <laughs> have ty- I always have typos. I got a problem. I got to embrace it and then let it go. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Marsha, it's been a pleasure as always. Thank you for joining me. Um, 
this week, um, so that's this week on my on the Business Leadership Podcast, I had actually Jamie Michaels, the head of brand marketing on Twitter Canada. So if you didn't get a chance to download my podcast, you could catch it on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, or, or wherever you listen to your podcast. But that's a wrap. This is Friday. This is the Business Leadership Live. Tune in on Monday where we discuss why PR for entrepreneurs is not working with my guest, Lyndon Johnson. Thank you again for joining me. Have a fantastic weekend. Edwin signing off. See you Thank later. you so much, everyone. Bye.